Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 610 Sports Radio. This is Out of Bounds, live and local on Saturdays. From the 816, this may be live, but it sure as hell isn't local. Hip-hop and NBA? No thank you. I responded. I have to. We've literally done seven to eight topics today. All were local. That's the one we didn't do that was local. I'm sorry the NBA finals are relevant. I mean, that just sounds like one of those MLB fans that doesn't want to change the rules, you know? That's fair. Uh, We are joined now on the hotline here at 610 Sports Radio with Matt Tate. Matt Tate, sports editor and KU basketball writer for the Lawrence Journal World and KU Sports. Mr. Matt Tate, how are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How's your Saturday going? So far, so good. Uh, driving eastward to see a little family. Uh, my niece is turning one tomorrow, so uh, I am at the age where I'm old enough that I have to go to one-year-old birthday parties. But I tell you what, I think it's probably better than going to like a 41-year-old birthday party. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know, but but uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It's always good to see family and hang out. Have a little fun. Do you have to bring a gift to that? We brought so many gifts, um, but that's a great question. Uh, I'm not sure why we went overboard. Um, My wife got a little carried away, but she is absolutely in love with with our niece, and uh, she's so cute, so why not? But, yes, she she wrapped up quite a few gifts, and I think the rest of the family will, too, so – um, I'm worried for the little girl. She's, you know, one year old, and I'm afraid she's not going to have the stamina or the finger strength to, to tear through all this wrapping paper. So uh, it'd probably be good for her, though. It'll, you know, give her a little taste of what the real world's all about and how sometimes you just have to fight through things. So uh, I, I feel like we're doing her a service. Speaking of uh, finger strength, how was your Wednesday night this past week? Go ahead and explain us how crazy yeah, that was. Yeah, nice. That was good. I was wondering how you were going to segue into something that people might want to listen to, but that was good. Uh, it was crazy. It, it was crazy. Uh, you know, that was a fun night. Um, that, that's one of the things that I love about my job and the business is, is that, you know, you can kind of – I didn't enjoy waiting. I wish those kids would have would have announced at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon or something, you know, because the, the waiting, just like it is for fans, is, is no fun for us uh, the only difference is they're waiting on us to report some news, and we actually get to make some phone calls and try to track down some news. So it, it, it probably isn't quite as helpless of a feeling when, when we actually get to, you know, be active and proactive and try to find out some information. Uh, if you're just sitting on Twitter, refresh, 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 refresh all day, uh, that's got to be way worse than what I do. But that said, I, I you know, I thought it was a great night. I thought it was a lot of fun to, to kind of uh, – just watched that thing unfold. It was one of the craziest nights that I can remember um, in terms of just uh, the whirlwind that it was. You know, one minute you got an announcement coming and, and a reported withdrawal, 
and then, you know, not 40 minutes later, that leads to something else. And then in between there, you've got another announcement. And, and it was just uh, heads were spinning. And, and, yeah, my fingers were fired up. But, you know, I, I, I was kind of prepared. I, I got a little bit of information ahead of time and, and was able to uh, find out which way those were probably heading. So I was able to start on my stories and didn't have to completely scramble at the last minute. But, um, it was definitely a hectic night, and, and uh, you know what, I'll take it because uh, the off season is kind of tricky. Sometimes it's hard to find things to write about, and uh, this was certainly not one of those occasions. It was uh, a lot to write about, and especially because it came, you know, in the aftermath of the R.J. Hampton news just the day before. So it was a busy week, and uh, now we're to June. It's uh, I really don't know what happened to May, but but um, June's going to be probably just as crazy. Talking with Matt Tate of the Lawrence Journal World, the sports editor of KU, basketball writer and KU Sports, everything and everything about that and all KU. And I guess before Nick Price gets in here, and I want to warn you, Matt, Nick Price is a former KU frat boy, diehard, bleeds, bleeds KU. But before we get into that, I want to ask you one thing. What Quentin Grimes did, I disagreed with. Nick Price agreed with it. You go check out, you go get a checklist from the NBA you realize you're not going to be the starting point guard at Kansas and you transfer. Now you're two years away from a system of where you want to get to because you've got to sit out a year. Is it the right move or is it the wrong move for a young man who just literally got all the information he could of how he can exceed his game? Yeah, you know, I think it's different for every player, right? I I don't know that you can throw a blanket statement on. It's it's black and white. It's either yes or no. Uh, I think the circumstances for all the players are different, but – I do think for Grimes that it was the right move. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go against you there, but, but I, uh, I, I do think it was. I don't, you know, we saw it for a year. I don't, I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think the fit was quite what he had hoped and what he thought and what Kansas thought. You know, so I, I like the fact that he's moving on. He could have stayed in the draft. Um, he might have been picked um, in the second round. I talked to a few scouts over the last couple of months that, that you know, that said there was definitely a chance that he could. Um, be drafted and, and taken in the second round sometime. And, you know, for my money, that, that's that's one way to go. You certainly could do it. But I think it's a, the smarter move is to set yourself up to, to have a better career and, and to be ready to hit the ground running when you are picked. And, and so I, I think for Clinton Grimes, the idea of maturing a little bit, both in terms of just as a human being and also as a player, um, you know, I, I don't think he's in any kind of bad shape waiting a couple of years until he tries to make that jump and tries to make that splash. Uh, I, I just think that that's something he needs to work on. And, 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 of course, there's parts of his game that he can work on just as there are with everybody. So um, I, I think it's a good move. It, it all, Obviously, it will depend on where he ends up, where he continues to play college ball, where he transfers, and how that fit works out for him. But um, I would imagine him and his family – uh, you know, I would imagine they learned a lot um, about this first year at Kansas, and and I'm sure there was a lot of valuable things they gained from it. And, and so, the odds, at least in my mind, the odds of them making a good pick the second time around and 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 finding a way to make a better fit for your the rest of your college career, however long that is, uh, you know, I, I think there's nothing but good that can come out of that. So. Um, I, I think it's the right move for him, and I, and I don't really think it hurts Kansas any either. Yeah, so that kind of brings me on to another question. You know, you got Dotson coming back, Grimes leaving, Silvio D'Souza getting uh, declared eligible, winning his appeal. You've got Yudoka Azabuke coming back. 
Overall, how would you grade this offseason for the Jayhawks? Yeah, they did really well. I mean, everybody wants to point to the uh, recruits they missed on, and, and they missed on a bunch. And everybody knows that by now, and, and there are a bunch of reasons that happened. Um, some of them in their control, some of them out of their control. But I think anytime you can get proven commodities back, anytime you can get players that have played big games for you, uh, been a big part of what you've done in the, in the past, which is exactly the case with all those guys you just mentioned. Um, I, I think that that's a win. You know, like you can you can line up the best possible recruiting class they could have landed, which would have been Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, Matt Hurst, Cassius Stanley, and you know one or two other guys. But if you line those guys up, and you can either have them or you can have Udoka and Silvio and Devon Dobson, I take that second group every day of the week because they've proven they can play at that level. Um, those other guys will too. There's no doubt about it. But the adjustment takes time, and it's never a guarantee. Look at Quentin Grimes, right? I mean, he was a top ten player, and and he didn't have a top ten type of season. So you just never know what you're going to get with with freshmen and, and highly touted recruits like that. What you do know is that Udoka is almost an unstoppable force that nobody can handle one on one. You do know that Devon Dotson has a chance to be the next great point guard at Kansas. Even if that means he only stays one more year, he's going to be remembered as a heck of a player and one of the best to come through there. And and you also know that Sylvia Sosa has a ton to prove and a ton of upside and, and some potential there as well. So, uh, Or, I'm sorry, some experience there as well. So I, I just think that it's me anyway, and I think a lot of coaches are probably this way too. You take that second group every time because look at Matt Hurt. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, those guys might be one and done guys anyway. So if you're just, you know, sometimes that's apples to oranges when you're thinking, hey, these guys might be around three or four years. So you're taking those guys for a career versus this guy for one year. Well, in this case and in the case of a lot of players that Kansas recruits, it's a one year thing. You know, this, this will be, Udoka will be back for one year, Devon will probably be back for one year, and, and Silvio might be here for one year. So it's apples to apples in that way. And, and, yeah, I, I think every time you got to take the uh, you got to take the, the proven known commodities, and, and and so to answer your question, I mean I think that they, that's a win. That's a very successful offseason, and and uh, there's no reason to think that they can't head into this season and, and really this summer um, feeling like hey we're kind of back where we expect to be, and and we're contenders, and and we're going to show that last year was just sort of a hiccup. Again, we're talking with Matt Tate of the Lawrence Journal World and the KU Sports beat writer, basketball beat writer. Um, Matt, we appreciate you coming on. Before you leave, I know we've never talked before. I'm a little bit weird. Would you rather be able to dunk a basketball or would you rather be able to play the guitar solo and No Woman, No Cry? Uh, wow, good question. I do play guitar. I don't play... Um a very mean lead guitar. I'm a rhythm player, uh, but I do love music, so that's a good question. I, I would rather be able to play the uh, the, the, the solo. I'll take that. Um, and, and you know, I, I, maybe someday I can get there. I keep practicing and I try to try to learn as I go. My basketball career, though, I still do play twice a week. Um, I've always been a screen, rebound, pass, facilitate blue guy versus uh, a guy that needs to go out and score and, and, and highlight and, and get all those things. So 
let the other guys dunk. Give me the guitar and, and let me have some fun uh, around a campfire, and, and, and I'll just keep racking up assists and rebounds. But that's a good question. I like it. Uh, you know, that, that's clearly the answer from someone who has never dunked in his life. <laughs> what are the top three Bob Marley songs, in your opinion? Holy cow. Man, I like... Uh, I like uh, oh, my gosh. I, I like... Um, I like everything on the Rasta Man Vibration album. I like everything on Rebel Music. I love Rebel Music's song. Um, so, you know, I, I, I get pretty deep into it. I really like a, a lot of Bob Marley songs, not just the, the, the you know, the better known hits, but I like jamming a lot. I think that's as far as the hits and the mainstream type songs, I think that's great. Three Little Birds is another one that's great. But there's some songs on, uh, uh, what is there one called, Night Watch? Uh, Night Shift, I think it is. Uh, that's that's one of my favorites as well. Um, so those two albums, Drop the Man, Vibration, and, and Rebel Music are are uh, yeah, I love those. And then there's just some, some live stuff that that if you haven't or people listening haven't watched some live Bob Marley tunes, um, forget it. it, it it's uh, you can watch that and get lost in one of those YouTube portals where you just don't come out for four or five hours. Uh, so much trouble is 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 also. I would say that's definitely in my top three. I love that song. Um, so there you go. That that, that I, I probably answered with like forty songs, but, but I feel like I get. I let you cook. Right? Yeah, that's right. Hey Matt, uh, keep doing good work. I'm sure we'll talk again. Uh, keep uh, keep loving the life you live and live the life you love, man. There you go. You're, you're a Twitter follower. <laughs> that's right. Man, I, I, I really do because I I try to put that out there so I'm not just a. a a one-trick pony or, or, you know, pegged as just a sports guy. So I appreciate you saying that and looking at it. And, uh, yeah, happy, give me a shout anytime you need me. Thanks, Matt. Take care. That was Matt Tate of the Lawrence Journal World and the KU, KU basketball beat writer. Uh, he's got a lot of a lot of action on his plate. That was a great interview. I appreciate that, Matt. You'll check that out on the podcast page. Coming up, we'll have Cody Tapp, Royals Insider, coming in studio to help us out with a topic that we need Cody Tapp's Royals Insider help with. And then Royals at 2 p.m., Pre-game with Cody Tapp. This is Out of Bounds. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.